Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, Rendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, and available wherever podcasts can be found in the audio realm. We also film these live on the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Speaking of which, tonight at 9 p.m. Pacific, uh, I, I like to do something separate from wrestling. Something that I enjoy away from wrestling, but still right here on the Twitch channel. Unsolved Mysteries Watch Party. Now, you have to have Amazon Prime to join in. But if you have it, it's amazing because Unsolved Mysteries shows up on our screen. And then my little webcam thing, this guy, shows up above the chat. So we all get to watch Unsolved Mysteries together. It's my favorite thing in the world. I love it. Uh, and hopefully you will, too. So join me then and all the friendos. Uh, we get like last we had like 50, 60 people show up well, for that's it. That's fun. That's so, fun. yeah, it's cool stuff. Uh, so there's that. And then, uh, yeah, we've got all sorts of bonus content. Uh, and there's three ways now. There's three ways you can access the bonus content. For example, yesterday, uh, uh, while we had a you know a chit-chat conversation, hung out with the friendos, meanwhile, on the same stream, I was finishing up WWE 2K19, my career with Steve Thunder. And uh, uh, it was a WrestleMania uh, main event match, an overbooked disaster of a match. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's just a little taste of the kind of bonus content you can expect here. Uh, Larson, name one of the ways Friendos can get access to Friendo Club to the bonus content. Well, I mean, for those watching on Twitch, all you have to do is uh, subscribe. Bang. You get an email. Boom. Every weekday. Bang. Exactly. Or you can be a YouTube channel member, or you can be a patron at $5 and up or up mark. What the heck? Now, on the Patreon, uh, the $5 and up mark, Part of that includes like you can get access to all the previous stuff. Mm-hmm. If you're donating with a Twitch uh, pro, uh, Twitch sub, uh, you just get the email when it happens on the day. You don't get like a backlog of stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So you know, but check out all the various ways to get access to that bonus content. Join Friendo Club. It's the new initiative. Yeah, it's all inclusive. <laughs> it, it is a new initiative. That's our uh, that's that's our our catchphrase. It's the new initiative. It's a new initiative. It's all inclusive. Exactly. So anyways, uh, we had an NXT episode last night. So, of course, uh, we're going to review that now. We did our AEW review last night. That's live right now at our YouTube channel. Uh, So go check that out if you're an AEW fan. What did you think about NXT last night? It was fine. I mean, I've really just, I mean, I, I think as this thumbnail of this particular video is an indication, it was more or less just to set up next week's episode, which yeah. they're really stacking the deck with, uh, as you put it, takeover worthy matches. Um, you get Charlotte, Io Shirai. That's going to be great. You get a, a NXT title match, Velveteen Dream, Adam Cole. That's going to be great. Uh, you get the, the proper debut of, of the man formerly known as Killer Cross, now Karrion Cross. In Scarlet Bordeaux, they're great. Um, so I mean, it's shaping up to be a pretty huge episode. Uh, that being said, there were some fun matches here uh, last night. Uh, Candice LeRae, new heel persona, is pretty solid. Johnny Gargano as her hype man is is pretty fun. Her new finish, outstanding. Yeah, 
Um, yeah. uh, Dijakovic uh, being straight shooter these days, mm-hmm. that's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I really wasn't into the Newly Bros game. It was cheesy, but it was pretty bad. Okay, so I kind of feel like you're right. Uh, so far, everything you said, I agree with. So I'm not. I haven't piped up nothing. Uh, the Newly Bros game. Um, I think on paper it was a good idea. And if that was in, if so, here's the thing, man. I'm not sure it's the best idea to throw somebody in the deep end of the pool of uh, of of waters that aren't really their strength. And Timothy Thatcher has a lot of strengths, and I can understand that he's he's had some good deadpan over the past mm-hmm. couple weeks as mm-hmm. we've been introduced to him. This was a this was too much to ask of him. It really well. Was. There was there was. It, and the pacing of the whole like, thing, the entire yeah, thing was awkward. Go ahead. Yeah, the whole thing was awkward. Uh, they really went way too far with. I, I understand it was it was a, a, a riff on the Newlywed game. I get that. Yeah, sure. They could have done that riff without going way overboard with the game sto- game show stuff, like having Tom Phillips put on game show host voice to introduce things. Uh, Byron laying it on really thick with the cheese. Um, they could have kept it a little bit more grounded in that respect. Just kept the basic premise where. Uh, it's basically how well do you know your partner kept that premise without going way overboard with the cheese factor. And I think it would have been fine, but see, it was just, I, it was way too much. It was I way too much. Think, see, I actually popped when they did, they unveiled the big thing. Cause I was like, Oh, this is so something they don't usually do. Maybe I'll change the thumbnail to make it this for YouTube. Um, because I feel like it was the one thing that just sort of stuck out as like, what the hell was this? Yeah. I kind of popped when I saw this stuff, and I and I, I I laughed when I saw Byron's outfit, and I like Byron a lot. I think he's great, and Tom Phillips doing the voice. I was actually okay with like the presentation. I thought if the jokes were funny and if the timing was there on the jokes, I thought that it would that that would have been fine. But it like the jokes weren't all that funny, and the execution of the humor itself, like I riddle riddle can kind of do no wrong in my eyes, to be honest with you. I think that he's hilarious regardless. And his yeah. sort of, he brought it to that level of like stoner humor where he's out of it. And he's like, you know, Jason Muse from, you know, the, the silent. Yeah. The, the, I mean, hats off to him for finding creative ways to, to uh, insert drug references and to pretty much anything he does. Right. Exactly. It just, I don't know. It just didn't, I think the jokes just didn't land because the, the, the timing was, was too awkward. Was at the end was was they were saying speed rad. It's like speed. Speed's not really my thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that That's was. That I mean, there's funny, funny bits. Let's say it was terrible. I think I just didn't think it was great. Comedy is not easy to do. No, comedy is not, and especially if you're doing it on a big in a on a big you know level like they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, so yeah, it's just not easy to do. Yeah, with comedy, pacing is everything. Comic time, comedic timing is everything. Yep, and delivery is everything. And it just—I don't know. It just wasn't. It's not easy. It's not easy. But some of the timing. Sorry, go ahead. We're we're like Morrow here talking over Beth Phoenix all the time. No, no, not at all. I give them props for trying something new, for trying for trying to lighten it up. So you know, a couple months ago we were giving them guff for like, man, NXT feels like a chore. It's like. 25-minute match after 25-minute match. They need to break it up a little bit. And so they are trying different things, and this was definitely something different. Mm -hmm, And I mm -hmm. applied them for trying it. Just, you know, it didn't work. But that's okay. It didn't didn't, didn't work, no. It didn't work. We can agree on that. We can agree on that. Uh, Everything else, though, was was solid. Um, Yeah. Good. Charlotte, boy, she gave... They made me a yim look like Marco Stunt versus Lance Archer. (laughs) Like... She, Charlotte, you know, uh, uh, Mia Yim's finish isn't the eat defeat thing anymore, but no. it used to be. There was a time yeah. it was. Yeah. Charlotte shrugged that off. Yeah, she's. I think she's won matches with Cold Cold Blue too as well. Mm, yeah, Take yeah. Care of that. <laughs> Mia Yim got nothing in. Uh, but let's just well, go. That's from... not exactly the case, but it, it, I thought it was a it's a fun match, but it wasn't competitive. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Um. It kicked off, though, with the uh, interim cruiserweight title tournament uh, matchup against Isaiah Swerve Scott. And, kill shot. Uh, and kill shot versus King, King Cuerno. Yeah. I feel bad. I, I can't I can't speak on those names, man, the because I didn't Lucha watch. The first Lucha Underground match I ever watched was Phoenix versus King Cuerno. 
Ooh, I know. I I probably should go. You know, you know me. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not gonna watch that crap. And then I watch one episode. I'm like, oh, this is great. I've actually seen like one episode. The wrestling's pretty good. No, I I get it. It's cool. It's neat and everything. And I think at this point, especially because all those people have been like signed to like different. And so it'd be fun to go back and watch. Maybe one day. I don't know. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Uh, so the, the the symmetry of this match was interesting because early on, Phantasma was trying for some roll-ups, and uh, he was taunted Swerve. Kept on saying, I was this close to beating you. And lo and behold, how does Swerve win with the roll-up? Yeah. With the yeah. crucifix combo. I thought that was a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of fun action in between. Uh, Swerve is great. Uh, part of me really hopes he, he, he wins this. He's not going to. It's going to be Kushida nonetheless. Um, really fun match. Uh, and as I mentioned, Swerve gets the win via crucifix roll-up um, following a uh, uh, sets up for his finish. So that's, uh, what's this said? Uh, Phantasmo set for his finish. Swerve escapes that crucifix uh, pin combination. Afterwards, uh, Swerve has an interview on the ramp saying, he, uh, I've, I've fought Phantasma before this. A lot of respect for that guy. Uh, but he's like, I told everyone that I needed this win more than anybody else. Uh, when the game is on the line, and you want someone to take the last shot, I'll take that shot, and I'll always make it. I'm going to win, and it's going to be Swerve's house. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he said, there is no I in team, but there is in win. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is not a team sport. So, yeah, of course he's going to take the last shot. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Next, uh, Dominic Dijakovic, straight shooter. Uh, he, had little, he had like a little stain on his shirt, too. He like It was like a little, like he he was drinking some water it's, or something. And it it's amazing shirt. that for, uh, you know, what, he's 6'7", and yeah. they say he, he they bill him like 270. Yeah. When he's got civilian clothes on, he looks like a normal dude. Yeah, he really does. Like, it's probably shocking to stand next to him. Yeah. Like, if you've ever seen, I think, didn't you and I see Peja at the airport once? Yeah, and he was massive. He's 6'9", yeah, he's, he's massive. But then you see him on TV, and, you know, because he's average height in the NBA... He doesn't look that tall on TV, but then you see him at the airport. It's like this giant. Yeah, he's huge. Well, here's the thing. Like, it was just him walking. There's no relative sense of scale. Yeah, right. You know, if, if Johnny <laughs> walked next to him, he's like, oh, man, uh, Dijakov is a good foot taller. He's a giant in comparison to Johnny. The but way they fr- yeah, the way they framed it. Sorry, it's funny because you mentioned Morrow earlier. And I, I, I just I think it took this episode to realize that I'm kind of over that kind of commentary. At I this was point. really I was I was he talked over Beth so many times, mm-hmm. so many times. Yeah, it, gets it was distracting. too much. It, 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 gets it was distracting. distracting and got annoying that uh, Beth was trying to make a point. He just talked over. Mm-hmm. Also, like on on, you know, if you if you think about it, like. All the other commentary teams that we get, you know, even on uh, on SmackDown, Cole and Graves, they're all kind of like just normal. Obviously, mm-hmm. Jericho and Shivani are the thing right now, man. They're mm-hmm. terrific. Um, and then even on Raw, now you have Samoa Joe, and he's great. He's it's just in comparison. I know Morrow is supposed to be like the big play-by-play, big fight guy, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. For some reason, this week it just got to me even more than than like usual sometimes i'm like cool with it like in the take like next week it might be totally appropriate to have moro there i mean really for me it was it was it was just interrupting and talking over people it's like dude just let someone else get a, a word in mm-hmm. you know there's yeah. three people at the the booth tom phelps i feel like said like five sentences the whole time mm-hmm. yeah i know there's just know. no room for him to work yeah. So, anyways, uh, you're right though about uh, Dijakovic. He comes off as just like the most normal dude, uh, and he's like, "Yeah, Gargano. It's pretty funny. Says he wants to revolt against the establishment. Huh? That's funny because he's been to like the establishment put him in like forty six thousand straight takeovers, and then he actually did. Huh? <laughs> he, he did a little putty laugh. Said, huh? <laughs> and he's like, uh, my parents. They taught me about respect. Johnny Candice. Huh. They don't have any respect. They just want everything handed to them." He's like, he, yeah, Johnny he and, and Lurie just went on and on and on. Let's see if they get back with the words next week. Yeah. Yeah. Gets me. Then we're going to call it Arby's night. Yeah. We have the meat. And After then, that, uh, it showed uh, what happened during a commercial break. Uh, El Ejo del Fantasma, he got attacked or not attacked. He get, They tried to kidnap him again. In the arena this time. Though. In the arena. I don't know. Like It didn't work before when they just drove up next to him. How do they think they're going to like drag him all the way out? Maybe they thought they were going to knock him out or something. Yeah. My favorite yeah. part is when after he was free, he like made sure his arms were still there. Do you notice that? He did this. <laughs> yeah. He said, segunda vez, which means the second time. 
Oh, man. That was pretty funny. Uh, next, uh, totally 100% heal Candice LeRae with menacing heal Tron, a new theme. Pint Take- size poison. Yeah. Is what it's taking said. on Casey Cantanzaro. Uh, Gargano comes out or joins her. Actually, she makes her way down the ramp and, uh, like, it reintroduces her to the world, says, calls her the best wrestler. Can't really argue with that because she's great. She says she has the best kicking foot. Is actually a form of birth control. <laughs> I loved it because I didn't notice him before he started like doing her ring announcing. Because I think she, she came comes the out. He was down on the floor. I think he was already there, so he just sort of wanders into frame as he starts talking, and I started cracking up. And he was hilarious doing yeah, he was this. Pretty funny. I like this, and I also mentioned this on text. It's sort of my main issue with Candace. Uh, how they booked her was just sort of like worry wart housewife. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, come on. She is like one of the best wrestlers on the planet. Mm-hmm. And so now I like that. He is saying, you need to go first. Now you need to be the one who's respected. We're going to put the spotlight on you. Now I'll be your ring announcer. I really like that. I wonder if she's going to do the same thing for him, which I think would be great that they just want to elevate each other in this weird heel way. Um, Next week when he takes on uh, Dijak, mm-hmm. uh, but I thought I thought that was hilarious. Um, talk about this uh, this. Uh, so I mean, this is Candice dominated the vast majority of this match. Casey Catanzaro would sort she she'd try to get some sneaky roll ups in here and there. Yeah. Um, but in the end, talk about the finish. So the finish is uh, uh, Candice. She sets up the leg. So so Casey's on her tummy. Uh, Candice sets up her legs like an STF. Fold it over, sticks her legs in between so the they can't free the ankles, and then grabs the arms, puts her foot in between the shoulder blades, and then stomps down. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Casey sold it fantastic. Like she oh, just like drove time. her drove her head into the mat. It was great. Yeah, it was awesome. I I told you I was like, dude, it's like like a Danielson stomp, but also a curb stomp all in one move. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like you said, it's all about the cell because she planted her face yeah. into the mat. It's the move that looks vicious. It really does. It really does. It was great. It was fantastic. After that, we had a uh, Damian priest promo. It's like, I, fi- I finally get to do what I started months ago. And when it's over, Lee will bask in the glory of the new North American champion. It's lost all my light. Damian Priest, and he sits there and thinks about it for a while and does this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was smiling all cheesy. Yeah. yeah uh, after that, cheesy. we had the Newly Bros game because uh, uh, Matt Riddle says there's been criticism that NXT just puts random people in tag teams, but I had a real team with Pete, and he knows Tim just like – or he knows his new partner, Tim, like the back of his hand – uh, if he knew if he had known the back of his hand for two weeks, <laughs> he's gonna prove they're a real team. In the first first episode of the Newly Bro Show, and Tim Timothy Thatcher's like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah. So uh, you have uh, 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 Tom Phillips doing the game show host voice. Uh, Byron is the actual host. Uh, he comes on down. Um, and he says to Timothy Thatcher, "Is it true you actually ripped uh, someone's eye out of its socket, their socket during a match?" And he just says, "Yeah." Like the delivery, I, I even I, the timing was off. The timing was off between Riddle writing his answers and Thatcher answering the questions. Yeah, I know. The timing was way off on most. Because of Byron asked a question and then Thatcher would start answering it as Riddle is writing it down. Yeah. The idea is ask the question, Riddle writes it down, and then Thatcher answers it and see yeah, if you get yeah. it right. I have a feeling that Thatcher's probably never seen Newlywood game before. I feel like it should have been. I think some of it could have been in the production of it too, because like when Thatcher says, you know, cause Byron said, is it true that you ripped out somebody's eyeball? Thatcher says, yeah, I feel like there needed to be more like a close-ups or like some mm-hmm. sillier sounds, like either produce it up or produce it down. But it, it was sort of like this weird middle road where it was big in some areas and not big. in. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Anyway, but a lot of people here in the Twitch chat, they're saying, Oh, I th- thought this was hilarious. So yeah, you and I sometimes overthink things anyways. Uh, so the first question was, what did Matt Riddle have for breakfast? And Tim Thatcher is like, I have no idea. Matt Riddle flips over his whiteboard. No idea, bro, is what it says. And he says, I don't even know what I had for breakfast. He says, I wake and my wife bakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a weed reference. Yeah. Um, and then Thatcher's asked what his favorite TV show is. 
and he says, I don't even own a TV. <laughs> and Byron says, well, you're considered buying one. And Thatcher says, well, they're expensive, but if the price is right. Now, at that point, Riddle turns his whiteboard around and says, the price is right. I guess they're on the same page. Final, next question. Uh, Tim has asked, "Where you know, being a pro wrestler, where's the craziest place you've ever done it? Okay, so you have to appreciate that this is a classic newlywed game question. Whoopie. Wh- yeah. That's what they'd call it. Whoopie. <laughs> and what was the best answer to that question? Uh, that would be in the butt, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> that was a legitimate. Yeah. That actually aired on like prime time, I think. Yeah, yeah in the 70s, man. <laughs> in the butt. I, mean, I believe the question was, where's the weirdest, weirdest place you've ever made whoopie? Yeah. And some, as some dude <laughs> answered, in the butt, Bob. <laughs> oh, man, the 70s are crazy. <laughs> you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh, so yeah, he said, uh, so Timothy, uh, thinking that he's talking about professional wrestling, he says, well, of course in the pro wrestling ring, but one time I had a triple threat in a laundromat. And then Matt turns his board around and says three, some on a washer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he said, now it's time to play for the big money, uh, speed round. That's what Riddle says, you know, speed isn't really my thing. And then they're attacked by Imperium. Uh, that bit where I know there was a crash pad on the other side because you can pretty much hear it, but when uh, they drop Riddle on the other side of the barricade with that belly to back, that was cool. Yeah, that was neat. Um, and then uh, they eventually hit their finish on Thatcher, stand over him holding the tag titles. Yeah, so uh, given that Finn Balor, so I didn't watch any of the, I know he had a thing with Imperium. He's going to address his attacker next week Mm. on NXT. Mm -hmm. Are we assuming because of the travel stuff and the pandemic stuff that they're dropping the Walter thing? I would think for the time being. Although I was actually really surprised that Bartell and Eichner were there. Maybe they live in Orlando. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they've been there. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know either. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Next, we had a -A Make-A-Wish Foundation video package. Following that was Adam Cole promo. Uh, We're getting Velveteen Dream versus Adam Cole next week for the title. Cole says that he's reality. Dream is the experience that no one ever wanted. Uh, Cole says, I'm going to show up champion. I'm going to show out as the greatest champion. And I'm going to leave as champion. That was pretty much it. So that's undisputed. Dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Whatever happened to Malcolm Bivens, guys? Haven't seen him for a couple weeks. Weren't they the guys that were gonna seem that way? Okay. 
I feel like there's 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 been a lot of restarts the last couple weeks. Because last time we saw them, they were taking on jobbers, right? Mm-hmm. And, but they were going. I mean, that's they were going after Matt Riddle. They had attacked Matt Riddle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's thrown for a loop these days, I guess. Definitely. Seems uh, so. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about this medium versus Charlotte Flair. So medium got some stuff in, but I just kind of felt like everything she got in, Charlotte just sort of shook off. That's kind of what Charlotte does, though. That's a good point. That's a good I kind of feel like Charlotte, you know, someone hits with the finish, she kicks out, and then within, I don't know, a count of two, she's up on her feet again. Yeah, that's a good point. I just kind of feel like that's what that's that's Charlotte these days is is she's booked as such so overpowered that she kind of no sells a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the finish of this saw uh, Mia go for protect your neck. Uh, Charlotte grabs it, reverses into a figure eight, and then Mia has to tap, um, and then Charlotte she makes her way out. She's met by Io Shirai at the foot of the ramp. Uh, Io's just screaming at her. Says, next week, Charlotte, you're mine. Should be a good match, though. Should be a good match. Yeah, I, I mean, Charlotte, I'm kind of sad. I, I, I hope want... Charlotte sells for Io. Me too. I wish Io would. I mean, okay, so I guess we can take this time to just think about this now. It's a big NXT next week. Is, is it going to be live? Because I know uh, what's McCall it's going to be live. Are they, is NXT countering with a live episode? I think so. Okay. I could be wrong, though. Okay. Uh, well, regardless of the big episode, you'd think there's going to be maybe a title change, and it ain't going to be Charlotte, I wouldn't think. Feels like maybe Dream might get that title next week. Maybe. 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 Although they didn't do anything beyond that quick Adam Cole promo to hype it. So, God, maybe not. I don't know. If you, Keith you, Lee versus Damian Priest was happening next week in that thing, I'd... Say, okay, maybe they'll give it to Damian Priest so Keith Lee can move on, which is what I was hoping they'd do this week. Didn't happen, man. Nope. It just it doesn't feel like Dream has any momentum behind him, so if he wins the title, it'd be like, oh, all right. You know, yeah. like, I th- I felt like, um, yeah, I don't know. I, nothing feels like ever, anything has it. I mean, you can't you can build stories in a certain way. Like, what's coming up? Okay, we got Double or Nothing coming up in a week. I'm sorry, in a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know who the tag champs are facing, right? No, the only match announced so far is Cody and Archer, and they've actually done a pretty solid job building that up. They've done a really good job building that up. Um, and that title is is I mean that's not even that's just a it's not going to change hands. It's going to go into hands. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess we're going to get we're probably going to get Sheeta versus Nyla Rose. You think so? You think so? Yeah. I mean, they haven't done anything to build it, but they don't really need to. She just won a bunch of matches. She's number one contender. I mean, that's kind of the 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 advantage, the greatest standpoint you have with having rankings. You're like, oh, we didn't really have to build this match because rankings say she's number one. I guess I'm just sort of trying to get at the idea of like title changes in the in the empty arena era that we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, they can build stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I just feel like there's a lot of maybe they have plans for things and they find out oh uh, someone can't travel or or whatnot mm-hmm. and they kind of have to scrap plans uh, after that we had a carry and cross video package he's going to debut properly next week yeah yeah he that's and cool scarlet bordeaux that should be good are they just going to feed him who are they going to feed him just a jobber or something raul mendoza to hootie miles it's got to be somebody bigger now right yeah shane thorne <laughs> I said somebody. You said somebody bigger than that, Steve. Uh, <laughs> Brendan Vink technically Again, is actually bigger than that. Technically larger, yes. That'd uh, be actually the, that'd be impressive to see a killer carrying uh, cross take down a big dude like that. About uh Kona Reeves. There you go. Perfect. The uh, next we see Casey Cantanzaro backstage. She's getting her neck checked out, uh, and then Johnny and Candice roll up. And she says, from now on, this is a new NXT. Get used to it. <laughs> okay. Okay, Biff Tannen. Get used to it, butthead. But you make like a tree and get out of here, Casey. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, next, we got a brief little recap of the Where's Finn saga. Apparently, he wasn't kidnapped or spirited away from the NXT arena. Someone just tore through his crap. And then uh, Regal said, you don't have to wrestle tonight. Like, yeah. I thought the implication yeah. was not only was he attacked, but like he was taken somewhere. He was gone, and therefore the match just couldn't happen. And then this week they're like, "Yeah, his, he got attacked. His stuff got you know like tore up." So Regal's like, "You don't have to wrestle tonight, Finn." 
Well, he's a big star. I know. You have it's to like, make allowances. It's like Jordan not having to listen to Phil Jackson's pregame uh, speech every game. Right. Exactly. Apparently, because he had he, it was his time to first pregame poop. I Wait, was that, that in the last dance? Did I no, miss I read, that? I, no, I read something about that. <laughs> How Jordan, you know, earned the equity being you know best player in the world. Uh, where you know he, he that was that was his time. Whatever Phil did a speech was his time to go and and, and do his pregame poop. Oh wow, that's uh well. I mean you know if you've got your regular time, you've got your regular time. Yeah, I'll tell you what, the last thing you want in any sort of athletic endeavor is feeling like you got to drop a crap while you're trying to do something. Yeah, that's that's not good. That's, that's fun. not good. So you got to if, if you know that that's a situation where it's a regular thing you do, you got to do it. You don't want to end up like uh, Paul Pierce. Yeah. Crap yourself or on the court. Fakes an injury because he pooped himself on the court. He's taken out of there in a wheelchair because he pooped. Would you hand. do that? I'd do that. I'd be like, ah, my knee. I'm not about to go that far. I'd be like, coach, poop pants. <laughs> but that's that. But then everybody knows. No, I would make a show of it. I just I just call out of the game, and like coach, like, what's going on? Poop pants. <laughs> Like, I need to go to the locker room. All right, fair enough. And, and then, like, they show the shot of me, like, sprinting to the locker room. Maybe holding there's something your, dripping out of my shorts. Who knows? Holding your butt back here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, after that, we had Dexter Loomis versus Shane Thorne. Another uh, opportunity for Dexter Loomis to show off how awesome he is and hear his great theme song. I loved it. I loved it. Thorne gave him some chops, and he just, like, started rubbing his nipple. <laughs> that was awesome. That was pretty he cool. He loves it. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. I love when Dexter Loomis picked up Shane Thorne by his ears. Yeah. It took me yeah. back to eighth grade when I was bullied, and bully picked me up by my ears. Oh, man. Let's go find him. Let's go oh, find him. Water on the bridge, man. Water, water under, the under the bridge. That's when yeah. you actually make amends with somebody. No, that's when you're like, all right, that's in the past. Forgive and forget? I'm not, dude, that was 30 years ago. Let's bring it back, man. It's no. time to. It's time to... To, to take your pound of flesh. No way. Yeah, dude. Brass no knuckles. Oh. Spit in their mouth. These no. days, pandemic, that's disgusting. It is disgusting. Can we just fling some poo at their house? No. Or something? Do no. you think they have a house? Are they on Facebook? I don't know. I'm not I'm not on Facebook. Can I look them up on Facebook? And no, then I can I'm not going to tell you who it there? is. I got your back, dude. You don't have to have my back. Does their, first name, back. Does their first name start with an R? Uh, Loomis wins this match, hits a side effect, locks in the arm triangle. Uh, Shane Thorne fades, uh, passes out. Ref calls for Bell. It actually did a good shot where it's just like a steady close-up on Shane Thorne or medium. So you get Dexter in the background. You see Shane try to fight it off, passes out. It's good stuff. Yeah, this was good because it, it just feels like Dexter Loomis, this is how he like kills an animal, <laughs> you know? Or, I mean, obviously a human as well. But like he's like he's trying to look into Shane Thorne's eyes as he yeah. dies, basically. Yeah, and then after it's, Shane Thorne passes out, Dexter sits and and Shane's head is in Dexter's lap. He's kind of petting it. It's pretty good. Oh, it's rad! I love Dexter Loomis. He's great. We get a bit from last week where Jake Atlas is trying to inspire Drake Maverick. Yeah, give him a pep talk, saying you're great, man. You can do it. You can do it. After that, Keith Lee promo. He's talking in raspy tones because he has a bruised larynx, larynx. Because he got hit in the throat by Damien Priest's sex toy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lee says Priest likes to say he wants to live forever. He wants to live for an infamy. But so will this beatdown about to give you tonight, Damien. Damien. Next. After that, we had Tony Nese versus Drake Maverick, which was about... Uh, Seven minutes of Tony Nice mocking Drake Maverick, and then and two beating minutes the hell out of him. Yeah, and beating the crap out of him, and then Drake Maverick uh, taking off the proverbial gloves, but in this case, he took off his actual elbow pads and uh, wailed away on Tony Nice, and then ended up getting him with uh, the like, like a, a yeah, wheelbarrow, wheelbarrow bulldog. bulldog off the top. It was pretty cool. Yeah, that was cool. He busted up his elbow too. I wonder if that's going to be a story going forward. Could be. Could be. Afterwards, he had an interview. Said, "I did it." Kushida's all I got left. He said, you can call me the wolf of, N- of Wall Street. Call me the wolf of NXT. And I almost feel like he actually dropped an F-bomb here because it sounded pretty close to it. He says, because I'm not freaking leaving yet. But the way he said it so fast actually sounded like he said F-word. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I heard I heard the R in there. I was. I did too, but he not. said it fast enough that if you weren't paying attention, you could have heard F-word there. Mm-hmm. He says, I'm not going to leave. 
I was just really tick. I was just really tickled that he referenced that scene in Wolf of oh, Wall I know. Street. <laughs> I'm not fucking leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> Who? What was the damn? What was the Twitter video that we or the Twitter the tweet? <laughs> what was that? Was I don't like, remember, but someone had that had that little video. It cracked yeah. me up too. <laughs> when this person was told to leave. God dang it! What was it? I forget what it was. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, wasn't it? It was uh, wasn't it like a Bernie reference. Oh, uh, maybe. maybe. When, when Bernie's told to drop out and endorse Biden. Am I fucking leaving? <laughs> oh man, that movie's too long, but it's pretty fun. It is, man. It's. I'm telling you, it's uh, Scorsese. That's his thing these days. Movies that are way too long, but are totally quotable. Yeah. Like there's so many little scenes that are just killer, but the actual movies are just way too long. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, show closes out with Damian Priest versus Keith Lee for the North American title. Fun enough match. Never get, to, never really got to sense Keith Lee with any real danger. However, I'd like to watch this match back at like one and like like 150 percent speed like mm-hmm. faster because this was the definition of methodical yeah it was just lumbering cool moves don't get me wrong cool moves and they're doing the thing you know at the end uh they're they're making keith lee into kind of a superman type guy because like damian priest has a sex toy out mm-hmm. and he's gonna try to use it on him and keith lee grabs his arm and says i am limitless yeah and then he like takes out of his hand and damian doesn't know how to act while he's got his arm grip because he's just standing there like I know he's not like, like it should be like General Zod in Superman two when he realized Superman's crushing his hand and has his powers back. He should know. He should be like shrinking down because he's like such a tall guy. I know, and he he's got say, his arm and he oh, <laughs> exactly. And so Keith Lee should be like crushing his arm, his forearm yeah. there. And he should be like ah falling away, but instead he's just sort of standing there, like waiting. It's like for when the I asked him if he wanted a donut, he's just sitting there think, standing there thinking about it. The one that got away. Yeah. <laughs> Who was that bearded man with the donut? I should have accepted Dunkin' Donut from that gentleman. <laughs> that yeah. donut would have lived forever in my, my tummy. <laughs> donut of infamy. Oh, but yeah, it was a fun enough match. Yeah. A little slow. Some cool spots. In the end, two power bombs. Keith Lee defeats Damian Priest. Damian Priest. So there you go. There's your NXT episode. Let's answer some questions. Sure. I'll do Twitch. How about that? All right, cool. I'll go to the Patreon. Sounds good. Let's see, where do we leave off here? If you got one, go ahead. Okay. I'll go right. Come on, NXT QA thread. Here we go. View. Uh, first question is from uh, Lubricant Hornet. Says, I love Drake, but do you guys think he has a tendency to oversell? Nah, I think that if no. that's one of his strengths, you know, to make it look like he's really getting his ass whooped, I'm I'm down with how he's especially sells being uh, more often than not the smaller competitor in the ring to really sell the underdog. I mean, like Tony Nice, I know he's not tall in relative terms, but he's jacked. He's got at least like 50 pounds of muscle yeah. over Drake. And so if he's throwing Drake Maverick around the ring, uh, I want. Drake to scream in pain to really sell the fact that he's potentially overmatched. He's the closest thing they have to a Marco stunt. Somebody who is mm-hmm. just clearly smaller than yeah. like everybody. Uh, Rich says, can my kiddo friendos, Michaela and Chase, get shout outs? Also, Steve, I have a hilarious Red Dead Redemption 2 online character to show you. Okay. Sounds good. Yes. Shout out to Rich's Michaela, kids. Michaela and Chase. There you go. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! 
Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Scotty Sparks. Which incarnation do you like better and how they were booked in each company? Okay, this is assuming we know anything about Punishment Martinez. Punishment Martinez. Punishment Martinez or Damian Priest. I don't know much about Punishment Martinez, but I do know that Damian Priest has uh, a weaponized sex toy, according to DiJack, and he's got uh, he's a clubber, and uh, he likes archery, and he uh, has women that he may or may not actually own. I don't believe uh, that any of those things were the case in, in Ring of Honor. Right. So I know it's a he lot to deal might with. Have had a TV title. That's it. <laughs> right. I know that's a lot, but it's more than just a cool name. In Ring. I will say this. Punishment Martinez is a much cooler name than Damian Priest. It was a really cool name. Really cool name. Uh, Zondo, in honor of the premiere of the best new thing on NXT, Newly Bros. Steve, mm. where is the weirdest place Larson has done it? We know We don't broach that subject. We, we, that's one thing we don't. Well, I don't know. We've talked about that kind of stuff like sometimes, but it's not very often or in the butt. I don't know. <laughs> in the butt, Bob. That would be in the butt, Bob. Oh, man. Uh, let's see here. James Fletcher, you're trapped in a desert, in a desert island. Oh, inside of it. Yes. What three wrestlers do you take with you and why? Hmm. I mean, I'm trapped on a desert island, like, you know, whatever three single women in NXT there are. I'm not happy about this answer, but I think it's, 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 if I'm trapped on a desert island, it's going to be the Forgotten Sons. Two of the three have (laughs) military experience. Idiot. Two of the three have military experience, so they might be training some sort of survival techniques. That's going to be necessary. They all uh, hang out at a junkyard. They all probably know how to build things. All right. So trapped as in permanently. From a personality standpoint, I'm going to be driven crazy. However, they seem like they'd be useful to have around. Permanently? Is this permanent? I don't know. I, I hope not. Uh, hopefully, if I have uh, uh, them building a raft, I can get off that desert island. Um, Sarah Logan. All right. She's adept at hunting. She knows how to do all that stuff. Um, plus, if we're there for good, you know. All right. You need to build a relationship of some sort, man. And okay. I'm not gonna I'm not down with Jackson Riker in that respect. <laughs> I'm not either. I'm saying the personality aspect is gonna be is gonna be maddening. But if 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 they're useful, if they're good with building things, hunting, survival techniques, uh first things first, I'm not gonna be getting very far anywhere if I'm not surviving. Uh Ronda if Rousey. They drive me crazy. I'd probably what who what? Ronda Rousey, she is all about self sustainability. Uh huh. So I'm gonna go with her, Sarah Logan, and uh, so, and who else is about self sustainability that's in the women's division? Because at least then, you know what I mean. This is, might be forever, man. I understand. Forever, that, yes. forever. I just feel like if I'm there with Forgotten Sons, it's my best chance to get off the island. Is it now? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm trying to think of too, man. <laughs> I know. Uh, oh, dog. I think Steve would love Lucha Underground because of all the murder and weird storylines. Plus, Joey Ryan is undercover cop posing as a wrestler to solve a murder. Uh, you're probably right. You're probably it's pretty, right. It's all really ridiculous. You're probably right. I probably would appreciate it. Uh, Dang MQ with Cruiserweight Division now part of NXT. Are you surprised we haven't seen Kendrick Davari and the Singh Brothers in NXT yet? No, I'm not surprised. They're just enhancement guys for two oh five. I like this I like the Singh brothers. I like yeah, I like I all too. those guys. Yeah. But not enough to like want to see them on NXT. Mm-hmm. Um Dog Authority figure. You guys offered Damian Priest donut. What other foods would you offer to members of the NXT roster? Uh Brownie to Matt Riddle. Oh, that's good. That's really good. <laughs> this is funny. A Rosen says, Steve says three single NXT women, then picks the only married women. Uh, or then picks only <laughs> married women. Here's the thing, though. I'm married, too. 
But if this is permanent, none of that matters. Is my point. Uh, Zondo, tune in next Wednesday to find out who uh, shat in Finn's gear bag. <laughs> it was ten years ago. We'd know it. we'd have the prime culprit. Oh, we would totally know. It was Randy Orton? Uh, let's see here. Um, Fear and loathing says if you combine Ministry of Darkness, Undertaker, and The Godfather, you get Damian Priest. Undertaker and the God—that's funny. Yeah, sleazy Mo says NXT is lacking in tag teams. Pick two people from the interim cruiserweight championship tournament who should team up. This is a good question. How about the two guys that had that opened up the show? Because uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott mentioned that he yeah. had fought uh, King Cuerno before, and mm-hmm. uh, and tag put them together. I yeah. feel like Swerve needs some sort of like he still lacks direction. Yeah, he's got the weird logo. I feel like before, remember his his theme song has changed. His original theme song in NXT or 205, whatever he's on, I thought was much more in keeping with, like, I don't know, Swerve, like a smooth guy. It was a very yeah. smooth theme. Yeah, it was. It was. Like, aesthetically, I like I like Garbage Pale Kid style logo. Not sure it really fits, though, his character. It doesn't at all. And it's, yeah, it's weird. Uh, Austin 17 if Cole wins do you think Loomis is the next challenger because he only comes out uh, when Undisputed Era is around I think Loomis is going to be a challenger I think he's going to go through the North American Championship first but I think it might be a little while yeah Adrian C when Charlotte had her speech a few weeks back it made it seem as if they were going to make us wait for a while for a match versus EO any idea why we're getting it so soon again? And does Charlotte lose in order to go, for her to go back to Raw? I don't think she's going to lose. I I get the idea that they'd probably have no idea when they're able to do any sort of like real takeover again. Yeah. So they're just going to mm-hmm. tear through some some matches, and then when they get get to do a takeover again, then Rhea will get a rematch, and then she'll win. That's exactly correct. Yeah. Yeah. Dominist, I know you've been pushing for Kushida, but I don't see him winning. I've got Phantasma and Drake in the final with Phantasma winning after a reveal that the guys in the Lucha Mass were working for him all along, resulting in a Phantasma heel turned by screwing over the sentimental favorite. Could be. Remember that name? Who said that? Domel. Domel said that? All right. Hey, Domel, tell you what. If that happens, if that happens, I will put the Ruby figure in the red glowy case down here as opposed to just her feet, which can be seen right there. Yeah, there you go. That's a very specific story beat, but I kind of like it. That is good. Uh, it's interesting point uh, from Red Enigma. They did do a demon version of Damian Priest in Ring of Honor at least once or twice. Oh, that's cool. Did he own women? Matt Doolittle uh, says this. He says, I asked this for a mailbag question, but I'm new and I didn't hear if you responded. We did. But I'll answer it again here. He says, I've been a fan of you guys for a very long time, and there are two running jokes that are impossible to Google the origin of. Your pronunciation of Carl Anderson. From Bullet Club theme. So if you listen to the Bullet Club thing, you can you can YouTube it. Uh, there's the voice. Bad boy, Tom Atonga. He rattles off all the names of the, yeah. Uh, and then what is War Games? It's when Regal announced the Undisputed Era to be in the, the first NXT War Games match. And he said, there's essentially there's only like one battleground that could contain this level of action. War games. And then you Matt see Cole Yeah. Did this. War games. And you don't hear him because he isn't mic'd, but he totally, yeah. you know It was great. Yeah. Zondo, who gets magic powers on main roster first? Loomis or Priest? Priest. Who gets totally. Oh, magical powers? Yeah, I don't view Dexter Loomis as a magical guy. No, he's a murderer. You can easily. uh, I mean, I would be surprised if uh, Damian Priest gets called up instant vampire Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) storyline. Tim Morris says, Imperium interrupting the newly bro show was a face move, right? That shit was terrible. So Tim Morris is awkward on the other end of things. Uh, Dang MQ, Curtis Axel has been released. Yeah, we'll talk about that on News Brief because it might not be the last one. Wolfpack for Life says, What is Casey Catanzaro's ceiling? I mean, her offense is really creative. Yeah, I think she's rad. I just don't know if that's enough to take her to the to the top of the top. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
and she's relatively new. So from the storytell, like I think athletically, she's fine. She's really creative in terms of 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 her moves. I would guess it's the storytelling aspect of things that probably needs some further development, mm-hmm. as much as anything. How old is she? Cat I don't man. think she's that old. She is. I'm going to guess 24. Yeah, I was going to say 26. 30. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Alex Foster says, so is it safe to say that NXT might be the most dangerous brand with kidnappings, parking lot attacks, and a potential serial killer? What would totally, what would be the, what would the employer tell future employees about this place? Watch don't your go back. in the parking lot. Watch your, but yeah, don't go in the parking lot. Don't go in the parking lot. Stay away from, if you hear a van rolling up to you, run, run, run back inside. Don't stay away from Dexter Loomis. Yeah, and uh, or at least no eye contact with Dexter Loomis. Uh, always lock up your belongings. Yeah. Carry a gun. Well, that might be too much. You're just making it more dangerous at that point. Maybe. Anyways, that's it for NXT recap today. We'll be back later on with a news brief. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.